Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs, you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being. This podcast is going to connect you with women who are out in the world having a massive impact. This podcast is going to call on your truth. This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust through the limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the struggles of growing and operating six-figure businesses, being totally broke and then rising to riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality. We're teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted shoulds. And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before. So welcome to this space, a space for you to finally understand and celebrate that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hello, wild women. Welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild woman ready to rise. You guys, have you tuned in? Have you been tuning in the past two weeks? We have been giving you a sneak peek into Radicalize Your Life, our three-day immersion course, and it's juicy. We have been talking Radicalize Your Vision, Radicalize Your Relationship, and today we are talking Radicalize Your Leadership. What does leadership mean? What is next level leadership? What is soul leadership? It starts with leading yourself, leading yourself. You go first. You have to really learn how to lead yourself before you can lead others. We tap into this in today's episode. And that might sound like, duh, Jack, duh, like, yeah, I have to be able to lead myself first. I go first before I lead other people. But what happens 
What happens when you're leading yourself and other people feel differently? What happens when you have the desire to lead in a way that hasn't been modeled to you before that might, you know, bring on the eyes of the critics? Leading yourself even when it feels hard, even when it feels unknown, even when it means you're traveling into waters unknown. We're talking, this is next level leadership, you guys, being willing, being willing to dive in, being willing to go first, being willing to do it because you know it's something that's being birthed from within you. Who do you want to be as a leader in this world? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to show up as? What is the level of impact you desire to have? And who do you desire to be along the journey of getting there? Who do you desire to be as a leader in this moment, in this day? And to wrap it up, we're talking about soul strategy. Soul strategy in order to create something that is aligned with what you truly want in the way you desire to lead, breaking the damn rules and doing things your own way. So get cozy, dive in and enjoy, ladies. today you guys to talk to you about radicalizing leadership and when I chose or a moment in my life where I feel like it really up leveled my leadership game so you guys when we talk radicalizing it's like that pivotal moment the pivotal moment that you made a choice in your life that changed the trajectory of it all so today in leadership I'm going to rewind you to the moment that Robin and I decided to strip our business so this was a little over a year ago when we rebranded from Girl Tribe to Femme. We also felt that there needed to be an energetic shift happening in our business. The willing to strip everything down. For me, why this is about next level leadership is because I was not at a place in my life that that made any type of sense. This put my family in a place of really like a not easy financial place. My husband um, launched his own business two years ago, a tequila company, if you like tequila, but he launched. And when he was launching, I was basically like, babe, I got this. Like, yep, you go launch your business. I've got like, I can take care of like, I've got our family. I can, you know, pay, pay the bills. I can pay the rent. I can, you know, pay for the kids bike camps and ski school and everything. So like financial, all the financials in our family falls on me. And I was so happy to do this as my husband is like, getting his business off the ground and running. But then all of a sudden, Robin and I decide that the six figure figure business that we have, that it's not feeling energetically aligned anymore. We had learned about human design. We are wanting to operate in alignment with our human design. We were wanting to bring both of our magic to our clients. We were like the systems, the automation in our business were making us feel disconnected. So we knew that we needed to make this radical shift and a radical shift we did you guys. But at that moment, being willing to strip it all down, choosing like I go first, being willing to let go of the pieces of business that weren't working, having a hard conversation with Robin where we where we sat there and we you know looked at each other as best friends and as business partners, like we're gonna dismantle our business. I rely on our business financially to support my family. This is about how long my family is gonna last if we let go of all of our revenue streams that we have right now. And we had to have that conversation. What does that look like? Can I energetically hold space to shift in our business and to receive money when I'm getting to like the crunch line, when it's like a dollar for dollar. And then I knew I was like, but this is the work I'm here to lead other women in. 
I'm here for other women who are ready to up-level in their leadership, who are willing to do the uncomfortable thing, who are willing to walk through the fears. So now anyone that comes to me, they're like, ah, but, I, but I'm actually scared that I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. Been there. But it was more important to me to let go of the things that weren't working than to stay comfortable. And so we go through these first three months really making minimal, like very, very minimal. I think that there was two months that we didn't bring in income. And then we launched a program because we didn't launch anything as we did this rebrand, as we launched the Spiritual Smackdown podcast. So basically anything that was coming in was also going out because we had a team and yada, yada. So three months later, June, July, August. Yeah, September starts rolling around. We're like, okay, we got this. We launched our mastermind. We launched a new program. We were like, okay, in full energetic alignment in our business, things are feeling good. And then we're like, we also want to hire a coach. We want to hire our coach. And remember at this point, we had just started making money again. So I felt like, okay, I was like literally completely maxed out in credit cards, completely maxed out on my line of credit. Like everything, there was no more place to tap into for money. And at that time, we decided to make an investment in our business that was going to cost us each $5,000 Canadian a month. I made that investment, you guys, and it left $12 in my bank account. Nothing changed about my financial reality. Still, everything, kids, programs, food, roof over our heads, all the things relied on me and the money that now I just invested $5,000 a month. That was, that was pretty much equivalent to what it costs my family to like live for a month. I go first. I go first. I do the uncomfortable thing, I do the scary thing, and then I get to lead my clients through this. The biggest thing people ask me all the time, I just had a conversation with one of our clients about this this morning. She's like, how? How did you make those choices? I was like, because I go first, I create energetic portals for other people to walk through, and I trust. I've learned through my spiritual smackdown, through my growth to the power of surrender, the power of having faith, and the power of trust, this deep, deep trust and the understanding that I'm worthy. I'm worthy of love. I am worthy of abundance. I get to have it all. And really understanding that money is energy. So leadership to me, the radicalizing my leadership was fully embodying that I go first, fully doing the things that I lead my clients in, really practicing what I preach and being willing to go all fucking in no matter what. I knew from that moment going forward, there was no turning back, that the only thing that was gonna change is that I was gonna keep up leveling. We go first, we lead ourselves so we can in turn lead you. You lead you and then you get to lead your people. So, this was another moment in my life that radicalized my leadership. And when I say radicalized, I mean, it was like that moment, a pivotal moment in your life that you can look back on and say like, oh yeah, before that day, before that conversation, before that person, before that job, you know, it's that one moment that radicalized your life, meaning that it just, from there, everything changed, everything shifted, right? 
So the next story about leadership happened actually recently. It was the beginning of COVID and my husband thought that maybe he, that he might get laid off and my entire wedding season for my wedding planning business went like no one's getting married right now because you can't get together with your friends. So there were no weddings. So all of a sudden, it, our entire household income was threatened aside from them and coaching. And if you really zoom out and look at what that really means, it means that really all of this stable income, all of the known income, the weekly paychecks, the deposits that were already paid, the clients that were already booked... So it was the stability that was being rocked. It was the foundation of our financial year that was being cracked and questioned. And some people can deal with that. Some people have good faith no matter what, trust, surrender. This is happening for me. I get it. Hands up if that's you, because that's me. But there are other people in the world who operate with stability forward, right? They need that, that foundation to be strong, to be firm, to be solid in order to feel safe, right? And this is a big fundamental difference for human beings. What does it take for you to feel safe? What does it take for your partner to feel safe? What does it take for your employees to feel safe, right? Because we all feel safe taking a different level of risk. But if one person in the relationship, if one member of the team doesn't feel safe, then we are all at risk, right? So we need people to feel safe. So in the beginning of... COVID when all of this like rockiness was really starting to rear its head and to show its face, my husband and I had a conversation about my own coaching, right? I invest obviously in a coach for femme. Jack and I both do together. So Dunk had a conversation with me one day and he was like, I think that it would be a good time for you to pause your coaching. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, yeah, it's just not the right time. I'm, I might lose my job. We don't know what's happening. You have no weddings. Just put it on pause. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay. And at first I said yes without even thinking about it because I've been with him for a decade. And I know that for him, that money going out was really escalating and shining a light on his fear for losing a sense of stability, right? All of a sudden he didn't feel safe and grasping for control of the things that were within his realm to grasp control of. Okay. I want my partner to feel safe. I'm in a committed relationship and I want my partner to feel safe and to feel supported. So I reached out for his safety and said, yeah, like that's no problem. Let's do that. I want you to feel good. Well, about a week later, I was like, this is not feeling good for me. This is not feeling good for me. This is not the choice that I would make for myself. This is not what I believe is right. This is not how I feel. And anyone with an open head and human design knows exactly what I'm talking about because it's really easy in these big moments to take on everyone else's fears, emotions, anxieties, stresses, and beliefs, right? So in this moment, I adopted my husband's belief that this would be the smarter decision for our family. But what I believed on the inside was that continuing to invest in myself 
continuing to move forward with my coaching, to stay in my lane of leadership and integrity, to grow and expand no matter what, to show up for myself, even when times are challenging, especially when times are challenging. I was like, wait a minute, this is what I teach women. I'm showing up every day telling women that I can lead them, but I'm going to put my own coaching on hold when times get rough. I'm going to be the one that backs down when the rest of the world needs me to rise up. So I had this really tricky moment of like, do I keep you safe or do I stay in my own integrity and stand up for what I believe in? And we all know that it is way easier to stay quiet in these moments. But I'll tell you the moment that I knew that this was not an option for me was when I sat there and thought to myself, how am I going to stand up and lead thousands and thousands and thousands of women and hundreds of clients through this pandemic if I cannot lead myself? How am I going to lead others if I am not willing to lead myself? And I couldn't was the answer. I can't. I can't show up and ask people to invest in me, to trust in me, to move forward in faith, to do the hard thing, to be brave, to take action, to show up as a leader if I'm not willing to do that. So I sat down with my husband and had the hardest conversation of my life because here's the thing. When I sat down on that couch that night, I knew that there was a chance that he would walk away because it was no longer just about me investing in coaching. It was about me being in my power. It was about me standing up for what I believe in. And when we stand true, when we stand firm in our beliefs, other people have the opportunity to disagree or to walk away or to choose something different. What I was doing in that day was choosing what I believe in, what I stand for which gives him the opportunity to say, I don't feel the same way. I don't believe that, right? In that moment, during that conversation, I realized, I felt in my body how powerful living in alignment with my truth truly is. I felt my leadership evolve. I felt myself expand as a woman, empowering what I believe in against a really big, loud, strong voice of reason, practicality, and logic, I stood true in the beliefs of my heart. And because of that, my business multiplied, my leadership expanded, quadrupled in its power because I can stand here in front of you and say, I've done this and you can do this too. And then we had our first six-figure month. March, April, May, June, three months later. You guys, what you believe in matters and how you stand for yourself, how you lead yourself is exactly the way you are going to lead other people. So how are you leading yourself is the question. Who do I want to be as I'm growing my empire? What kind of role model do I want to be for my kids? What kind of role model do I want to be for you guys? Do I want to pretend things are always perfect? That I'm always, you know, that there's nothing going on around me? When my child comes in, do I want to yell at him to get out? Do I want to invite him in? Do I want him to listen? You know, do I want him to be able to hear the things that I'm talking about, that I'm sharing, that 
he asks me all the time about like my clients and what my call's about. And then this morning, again, this morning, my husband, my kids slept in. So I'm normally up here in my bedroom doing these lives, doing my calls. And this morning, my kids slept in. One of them was in my room. And so I was like, oh, okay, we're going to go into the kitchen. And my husband came down and made us coffee. And like, literally, you could see him sitting in the background in his hoodie, having his morning coffee, reading whatever he was reading online on the couch. And it just really made me think about who I am as a leader, how I desire to show up. I think, you know, if this had been a couple years ago, maybe even a year ago before we really fully, you know, stripped our business and created a business that's in alignment with who we are, I would have been, had these stories like, well, that's not professional. Your kid just can't come in while you're on the middle of a call. Her husband can't be making coffee and being in the background. So there would have been all these ideas of what you guys, about what my clients would think about being like, is this okay? Can you run a business like this way? And then I come back to like, what, who do I want to be as a leader? How do I want to run my business? I don't want there to be rules. I don't want to feel like my business can't fit into my life. And so I, and, and I got to tell you, I've never had a client. There might be a first, who knows, but I've never had anyone be like, oh, that didn't feel good to me. This morning while my husband was there, I had headphones on so he couldn't hear anything anybody else was saying. But just like we have so many ideas, I think, in business, in leadership, that it has to look a certain way. And I truly believe that it's like what feels good to you, what feels good to you. So knowing for me, it's like I'm creating a business and a empire and a legacy around freedom, around what I'm building with my family. So I think these are important questions to address when we're talking about being leaders. When I say raising my standard as a leader, I don't, I mean, raising my standard. What are my personal standards? What's the like, what's, what does excellence mean for me? Not what does the world think? Not coming from places of shoulds, places of have tos, like being a leader to me doesn't mean everything's perfect, that there's, that there's nothing going on behind the scenes. And so this is like a question I really ask you to invite yourself, especially I see so many women leaders, female leaders that get into the cycle, into these traps of like, well, it's not allowed to look like that. That's not what Jenny's leadership looks like. That's not what Susie's business looks like. Oh my gosh, are other people, what other people think when they see this? Is it okay that she's like literally sitting on pillows in the windowsill of her bedroom so that she gets like the sunlight shining in curled up with her like you know knees up that she's not sitting at a desk like that's not professional you know even Robin and I do the majority of our coaching calls on audio so it's not even face to face and there's a million reasons why we do this but in the beginning we both had to overcome this idea like oh People aren't going to take us seriously if they can't see us. People are investing a lot of money into two-to-one coaching with us. Like, don't they, like, shouldn't it be face-to-face? Doesn't that make it feel more valuable? Doesn't it make it feel more real? Doesn't it make it seem more professional? So this is where all of these stories come in, right? All these stories, all of these limiting beliefs, and each time we step into the thing that doesn't feel in alignment for us because we think it's what we should do. We think it's what other people are expecting of us. We'd start to leak our power. Personal power starts to be an energy leak. So this is where we always have to come back to our own leadership. What feels good for you? What's true to you? What's in alignment for you? That 
is where your power comes in. When other people see you standing in your power, when other people see you breaking the rules. And, I, and when I say breaking the rules, like just, just really recognizing there are no rules. For me, my standard as a leader is alignment over everything else. Alignment first, strategy second. And I will like 1000% admit, probably up until, I mean, even maybe COVID, I would have never taken a call in front of my husband. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, is that going to be like awkward? Is he going to be like judging what I say? Is he going to be like, blah, 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 whatever the things like, and obviously that that's just my own insecurities. It's not like coming from him, but it's this idea. I'm like, oh no, I desire to be fully expressed. So that's fully expressed for my clients. That's fully expressed for my audience. That's fully expressed. I mean, for myself, first and foremost, but fully expressed in front of my husband, fully expressed in front of my kids. I think it all gets to be a gift. My husband's in the room next door. I'm sure he can hear. This is even like comes back to like, you know, vision. Do we try to keep things kind of hidden? Do we try to keep things to ourselves? This is why I think vision comes in so powerfully. This is why leadership comes last. What is your vision? What is the context for your life? What is the context for your leadership? This is the first question I want you guys to ask yourself. Who do you desire to be as a leader? So often we focus on these goals and this vision and where we're going and how to get there and all of these things when I truly believe the most important is who we are being along the journey. How am I showing up along the way? So you guys, today is all about soul strategy, right? So many people come into our worlds and they see, and, and this is such a cool thing. So many of the people in our world have been a part of our world for a long time, right? They've seen the transition. They've seen the growth. They've seen the rebrand. They've seen the podcast launch. Like they've seen so much, right? It's been so cool too, that sometimes we don't even know that these people are here and people will send us a message and they're like, oh, now I think it's time to work with you. And I've been following you since you were a girl tribe I've, or I've been following you since girl tribe was just Robin. So yeah, it's been cool to see the people, some that we've known have been here, who've been like either working with us or who have been engaged with our social media and other women that have like come out of like, you know, feels like they've come to nowhere, but have been on this journey yeah, with us. It has been so amazing. So one of the comments that we get the most or one of the questions, especially as people enter our coaching containers is, okay, how do you guys do it? Give me the deets, give me the framework to follow, right? And while they may not ask in those words, they see our lifestyle and they see what we're working on. They like see it all happening and they're like, just create that for me. Like help me do that now, right? And the thing that Jack and I wanted to bring into your awareness and to really dive into today is that the only thing that has been consistent for us over the last five years, aside from showing up in and for our community, is that we have always tapped in and tuned in to the strategy of our own soul, of our own energy, right? So today we want to begin to shift this belief of the old paradigm, the belief of like the old ways that things work, that there is one certain way that's going to bring you to success, that there is one type of leadership that works, that there is one truth to follow, that there's one formula, that there's, 
you know, one strategy that needs to be present for you to find success because it's not true. There's been so many layers of this journey. And the one thing about us is that we are willing to pivot. We are willing to shift. We're willing to scrap things that are working for us, things that are bringing in money, programs that we've like put blood, sweat, and tears into because they no longer feel good, because they no longer feel aligned. So we're always like, okay, we want to give you guys permission slips in your own business. So we have to give ourselves that permission first, that permission to, to pivot, that permission to say like, hey, you know how we were like really leading in masculine energy before? That doesn't feel good for us anymore. And we're flipping and we're shifting mm -hmm. into more feminine. So we, we're, we're constantly allowing ourselves to grow. And there's like evolution and there's the ups, there's the downs. We allow ourselves to like, to fail and embrace the failure and share the failures with you guys. Like we are truly here for mm. all of it. Yeah. What a ride. What a ride is right. Even just the term soul strategy, because we teach strategic alignment. We teach human design. We teach all of these um, things that kind of support the soul strategy, you know, like how do I, how do I implement a soul strategy? but we've never even really spoken about soul strategy and what that truthfully means. So I thought we could maybe even just share the process to begin of our nights on whatever night that was that we drank those delicious cocktails and strategized. I like how our definition of the night is the night that we drank the delicious cocktails. They were so yummy. They were so, so yummy. But this starts off what soul strategy means. You know, this is an element of soul strategy is that we, when we're creating strategy, we put ourselves in a vibe, you know? So like that night we're like, oh, we had, you know, we, we had beautiful food. We had a delicious cocktail. We weren't just like sitting behind a computer screen or like sitting just like, okay, we got to bang this out. We're like, let's make mm. this an experience. Let's make this like strategy session something to remember but the first thing when we're like sitting down to plan strategy which just naturally is like more masculine energy we create a vibe around it a vibe around so yummy cocktails it. yummy cocktails included and this is such a huge part of the story right so i there, we have a one-to-one -one client and in the beginning of our work together she was like okay Here's what I want my business to look like. Here's the big vision. Now, give me the path to get there. Like, show me how to get there. And I was like, okay, well, like, you want me to just like map out the maze for you? Like, follow this and then do this. And she was like, yeah, no, that's exactly what I want. I want the like, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, like, get me from A to Z. So if you guys know how we teach, like instantly, I was like, hmm, this is going to be a journey. This is going to be a journey because what is going to get you to your vision, what's going to create the desired feeling outcome is not having a roadmap from A to Z that says, now do this and now do this. But the thing is, do you, do you really wish that I could say, yeah, if you write 15 emails a week to your email list and you show up live three times a week teaching about this, this, and this, don't talk about anything else. Only talk about these three things and then do 20 Instagram stories a day. And then like, if it was calculated, if it was that calculated, how long do you actually think it would feel exciting? 
how long do you think it would actually light you up like in your belly in your like belly of desires would it actually feel like i did that like i'm doing it oh my god no right so you think and, you want and that you think you want the framework because right now all you need is for something to work but it's not what you truly desire on a soul level mm, that's the thing right on the soul level consciously we think like oh that would be great and then what would happen your business would lose its own magic your gifts wouldn't be able to shine because you'd like it would be this like cookie cutter recipe that everyone's doing no one gets to stand out no one's magic gets to shine it would feel inauthentic mm -hmm. and you guys we know this inside and out because we've done yeah. this we hired our first business coach and we were like just yeah. give it to us give it to us whatever you say we'll do even if it doesn't feel good and we did it and we were successful and it worked and then we started to resent our business. We started to feel disconnected from our people. We started to feel disconnected from our each other. So it it can work. Here's the thing: when people sell you the like, just follow this step by step, step by step, and you'll be successful. It can work. It's not sustainable. It is not sustainable. This is going to cause like burnout in your business. It's going to cause the inconsistent months because it's not backed by your energy. It's not a business based on your alignment, your soul strategy, your gifts, your magic. And the funny thing is, you know, as I'm sitting here listening to you chat, Jack, I'm like, we could teach that way. You know, we could give you the framework. We could give you exactly what has worked for us in a pretty little package with a bow and say, there you go, Katrina. There you go, Kim. There you go, Jen. There you go, Haley. And you know what? you guys would get that and you would still have questions right you would still be wondering if you were doing it right you would still be hoping for the money to roll in like it wouldn't ever feel like it belonged to you or like it was yours it would still feel like a hope in a dream right and this is the thing about a soul strategy the thing about a soul strategy you guys is that whether it's working or not it feels like you Right. And when you're in alignment with your soul and with your truth, it cannot not work. Like it can't not work. Mm -hmm. There may be needs for pivots. There may be parts of it that aren't feeling good or that aren't creating revenue or that aren't profitable in this moment or that your audience isn't engaging with. Right. And it's bringing your awareness to these areas that are like, hmm. That could be doing better. Mm -hmm. That feels like a lot of work for not a lot of money, right? It's bringing your awareness to what is working within your soul strategy and what's not and allowing yourself to pivot, but always staying connected to what is going on in here in your internal landscape, right? Because staying in alignment in here and taking action based on what your soul desires is going to make your physical reality so much more what you imagine, right? What you really truly want it to be. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang, so come join the combo there. And we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. 
Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise. Love you, ladies. If you resonated with the messages in this podcast, we would love if you left us a review on iTunes or if you shared this with your community, you can tag the Fem Podcast on Instagram. If you're wanting to take this work just a little bit deeper, hop inside the weekly. Every week we meet, we've got guest coaches covering a wide array of topics on personal growth, development, to really help you sink into living your best life, to curating the lifestyle that really sets your soul on fire and choose what you pay. So you can pay whatever you like, $11.33 or $77 for the entire month. You also get access to all of the recordings. Go take advantage every single month. We also donate part of the proceeds to a change-making organization. So while you are giving back to yourself and really connecting yourself with an incredible community, you're also giving back to the world. So we love you so much. We can't wait to see you inside that community to make change, to spark Uh, more collective love together. And as always, we're so appreciative for you and we love you so much. So thanks for listening and we'll see you right back in this same place next week.